Hello Beastie, welcome or welcome back to the Beastie and Mean podcast where we discuss fitness, fat acceptance and mainstream topics. In today's episode, we'll discuss a fat woman who is demanding free seats on the plane because she can't fit in one. I'm Lola Kay, let's beast it. This article, some of you sent it to me and others tagged me on it on social media. I thank you for that. Jeline Cheney from Vancouver, Washington is a woman in question. And according to the article, she even petitioned the FAA, which stands for the Federal Aviation Administration, to alter its policies on the matter. Before we go further into the article, there are a few problems with this petition to begin with, and I'm sure the FAA had a good laugh when they saw it. I'm going to assume that they did see it, as the article was popular on Twitter and the FAA is active on the platform. You see, the FAA regulates airplanes' operations and the way they're manufactured. Actually, if you go on the FAA's website and you look for the mission and responsibilities, it is clearly written that the mission of the FAA is to provide the safest, most efficient aerospace system in the world. The keyword here is safest. If you go slightly down in their responsibilities, you will read that the FAA is responsible of airport planning and development, environmental reviews of airport improvement projects and noise compatibility, airport inspection to assure the safety of operations at Port 139 certificated airports. Administration and Oversight of the Airport Improvement Program Administration and Oversight of the Passenger Facility Charge Program Protection of the Public's Interest and Investment by Ensuring Sponsor Compliance with Federal Obligations Protection of Airspace on and Immediately Adjacent to an Airport Safety Risk Management Again, keyword, safety. On the same website, if you look up what the FAA does, you get to this page where it is written what we do, and below it, we're responsible for the safety of civil aviation, keyword, safety. On the same page, among the FAA activities or regulating civil aviation to promote safety, Encouraging and developing civil aeronautics, including new aviation technology. Developing and operating a system of air traffic control and navigation for both civil and military aircraft. Researching and developing the national airspace system and civil aeronautics. Developing and carrying out programs to control aircraft noise and other environmental effects of civil aviation. Regulating U.S. commercial space transportation. Keyword in all those activities, safety. Why am I bringing all this up? 
because the FAA puts emphasis on safety, safety of air travel for civilians and the military, safety of airspace, safety of aircraft, both civil and military, and so on. Nowhere did we see anything about airplane seats. Why? Isn't that curious? Well, no. The FAA does not design airplane seats. Airline companies, which are airplane manufacturers' customers, do. And each airline decides their own configurations. And yes, they do have to abide by the FAA's rules and policies if they want to operate. And one of those rules and policies is to maintain safety of their passengers, payloads, and fleet. Safety is big in aviation. Coming back to this article and the petition, well, it's not going to go anywhere as far as the FAA is concerned. You see, the FAA oversees safety while the airlines oversee comfort. And as I said, each airline decides the level of comfort that its passengers will get. It is also worth mentioning that that level of comfort does not come free of charge. So passengers must be willing to pay for the level of comfort that they're willing to have on top of what the airlines already offer. Also, when we talk about safety and the FAA, we have to talk about weight and balance of aircraft. And you see, there are limits that airplanes can safely carry. In the weight, the parts of the plane are considered along with that of payload, and the payload here depends on what type of aircraft we are talking about. For instance, is it a cargo plane or is it a passenger plane? Also, in consideration in the weight is a question that I just asked because cargo and passenger airplanes will have different requirements. In this case, we are talking about passenger airplanes, so, the payload here includes fuel, cargo, passengers, seats, galley, just to give you a picture. Airlines design their interior to maximize profit, yes, but they have to do that in a safe way as well because, again, if they want to operate, they have to be safe to the FAS standards. There are also businesses, hence why profit is also important for them. So, to be safe, everything and everyone must be secured in a plane. Flying objects have the opportunity to puncture something critical in a plane and bring it down. Flying people have opportunities to injure themselves or others and even cause death to themselves or others, opening the door for lawsuits against airlines. And flying people may also puncture something critical depending on the velocity at which they were sent flying and their size. So, if you can't fit in a seat, you must buy as many seats you can comfortably fit in and not be a safety hazard for yourself and other passengers. It is also worth noting that air travel is a commodity, not a right. So, Airlines only owe you safety, not even comfort. So, this woman is not demanding fairness. She is demanding privilege on top of the privilege to fly in the first place. 
I've said it countless times. No one is born obese, but many become obese. Obesity is not a natural state. This woman clearly loves to eat. Most of us do, right? But she more likely has no control on the food that she eats, hence she demanding the world to bend over for her as she continues to gain weight. Why should the safety of the other passengers be sacrificed so she can enjoy freebies? You have control over your weight, not your height. Yes, airplane seats are smaller and smaller, but most travelers still fit into one somewhat. The tall ones don't demand more leg room in planes because our legs are too long. As a matter of fact, some of us pay extra for the roomier spaces in airplanes. Fat people must do the same. You either travel by other means or adapt to the rules already in place. You want free seats. I believe some airlines already provide free seats to bigger people when the planes are not fully booked and more than one seat is available next to another empty seat after takeoff. They don't have to do that, but they do. When that opportunity is not available, you have to pay for any extra seat that you need. In a previous video, I explained why it would not be viable for airlines to have less but bigger seats in their fleet. When you make seats wider, you also remove some of the seats. You have to because again, weight and balance must be respected. Airlines still need to make profit, right? So how do you think this will happen in this case? If you said by raising the prices of tickets, then you're a winner. Airlines have already made it so air travel can be available to more people. When those tickets rise in price, that will also mean less people to travel by air because no one will want to pay the equivalent of a 15-hour flight for a one-hour flight. What happens then? More people crying about the price increases because airlines wanted to please just a handful of people? You don't need to be an economist to realize that that will be a very bad business decision for airlines. Air travel has been open to a wider range of people, but it is still a privilege. And this woman is demanding increased cost to all passengers but herself. Everyone else has to pay for her to travel by air for free. Or is that not a privilege? I like how she is trying to make her point by saying that 41% of Americans are obese according to the CDC. While that's true, you also need to mention that this is the case because most Americans eat more than they need and move less than they should. So, we are talking about lifestyle decisions here. Why do passengers have to suffer the consequences of other folks' poor lifestyle decisions? This woman and others like her in the fat acceptance movement demand fair treatment, which they are already receiving. What they're actually saying is that they should be comfortable at others' expenses. That's privilege, not fairness. Imagine if there was a weight limit for passengers like airlines do for baggage. 
And if you ask me, we should implement such a thing or at least test it. Have a weight limit for individuals boarding the planes. Not funny anymore, is it? Do you think Phil Heath will fit in one seat in economy? No! The man is too muscular for one seat in economy and will have to pay for more than one seat. Andre the Giant had to pay for two seats in a plane and he was not obese. So you can pay for more than one seat too. You're not more special than any other passenger. Jeline Chanet continues in the article, The FAA must require all airlines to implement a clear customer of size policy that prioritizes the comfort and well-being of all passengers. As explained earlier, the FAA does not care about your comfort but your safety. In short, she wants the FAA to prioritize comfort over safety. You heard that right. She does not care about people's safety but her comfort. I said it earlier too, she is demanding to be comfortable at the expense of your safety. <laughs> This is bunker, man. Like, seriously, she needs to stop smoking her bed sheets. I like how she continues with, it's about spreading awareness uh, for what? Fighting for a more inclusive future and helping accommodate those who need it. It's about creating a world where everyone, regardless of their size or shape, can travel comfortably and safely. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you can't make this up. Air travel is safe as is. It is also inclusive as is. And it accommodates those who need it as is. If you want more than what is already in place, you have to pay for it. If you get so big that you can't fit in one plain seat, it is neither the airline nor the FAA's fault but yours and it is your responsibility to adapt to their rules and standards, not the other way around. The woman continues, The fatphobia, ableism and discriminatory comments people have made have shown just how much work there is to do when it comes to creating a more equitable and inclusive society. <laughs> you must give it to fat acceptance though, to spew manure and not be ashamed. This is not fat phobia, but common sense. If you're too fat to fly, baby don't fly. Air travel is not a right, but a privilege. I also like how they accuse those who disagree with them of being ableist while being ableist themselves. First of all, they're the ones who made themselves slaves to food and became obese because of their lack of control and they call us ableist, ignoring altogether that someone who looks able can very well be disabled because of invisible disabilities. So yeah, you won't change my mind on this. Fat acceptance are the most ableist people that you ever see. They don't want inclusivity. They want power and control. They want privilege at the expense of others. This woman is from Washington, yo. And she knows about weight and taxes here in Washington. Yes, I live here in Washington too. Let me tell you something. 
Here, when you register your vehicle, you all charge a tax depending on the weight of the vehicle that you drive. She cries discrimination because she has to pay more seats for herself. Should I cry discrimination for being charged more than someone who drives a smaller vehicle than I am too? Is it what we do now? It was my choice to buy the vehicle that I am driving. So it is my responsibility to pay the taxes associated with its weight. The same is true for glutons who eat more than they need and move less than they should. When they become fat, it is their responsibility to live with the consequences of their choices. When this article hit Twitter, many chimed on and there is one answer that was highlighted and it reads, As someone overweight, that is one asinine thing to demand. That's like tall people demanding doors everywhere be taller, lol. Except, of course, they can't control being tall, fact. But us overweight folks, largely, not everyone, can control being overweight. I know I should. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Get your weight to a level that you can fit in a single plane seat comfortably, or be comfortable with paying extra for your extra weight. This has been Lola K. Trinmin.